Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram and Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous Podcast because everybody on my show remains anonymous. Uh, I change everybody's voices and I change everybody's names. And you could call me from a phony number. I don't really need to know who you are. I don't really care about who you are specifically. I just want like to hear people's real life stories. So if you have a real interesting, naughty life story that you want to talk about and share on my show, uh, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Now, if you have uh, an anonymous confession that you just want to air out, that's not, doesn't, isn't an hour long, <laughs> you can call my anonymous confessions hotline. That number is 347-420-3579, 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7, leave your confession. I changed the voices there as well. And that is aired over on my Patreon, those anonymous confessions. The links to everything that I'm talking about are in the description of this episode, as well as all the information for my Patreon. Uh, is there anything else I have to say? I don't think so. Anyway, Today I have on Jason. Now, you know who Jason is. Jason is Casey's husband now if you don't know who the fuck Casey is go back and look through my episode she came on recently and she came on a bunch of times because she's fascinating Casey is a rare breed she's hardcore in the lifestyle she loves fucking gangbangs DVPs DPs cum jizz all over her I mean she loves it all she's like the guest that keeps on giving gifts because every time she comes on she reveals something else she's into and she's got this partner who she met kind of in the lifestyle and he was heavily in the lifestyle too and now they're in love and they have a relationship and I was like I want to talk to your fucking husband like what's his deal what's his story before he met you and then when he met you and how did that all go down and you know he was a solo guy in the uh lifestyle before he met her so I was like that would be an interesting story so today I have him on Jason and we do get backstory on him like when did he start uh in the lifestyle it was with a girlfriend who was the opposite of Casey they went into the lifestyle together and it did not work out he talks about that why it didn't work out what went on it was kind of like a train wreck and then he did the solo thing and he's got really good advice for solo guys because he's been on all sides of it you know he was like the solo guy at one point now he's the couple that looks for solo guys but you know he talks about being a solo guy for a couple of years in the lifestyle what he was looking for what he did what he was into why it worked for him because it did for a while but then why he felt like something was missing and then he met Casey. He talks about how they met. They met at a threesome. You probably already know that story if you heard Casey's things. But then he talks about how their relationship evolved over time. And they were in the 
lifestyle right from the get-go, of course. Casey was hardcore into it, and she was a little commitment-phobic, I think. You'll hear from his story at first, but he was really into her. Uh, He talks about their first meeting, their threesome, how they set things up, how they opened up about all their kinks, how he was involved or not involved in her gangbangs in the beginning because Casey was like having gangbangs every single week. Like she was setting them up. This was what she was. She was a single girl in the lifestyle. So when they got together, she wasn't so ready to be, oh, a couple. So, uh, you know, it worked slowly between them and he talks about that. And then he really talks about the things that they did in their relationship and that they do to make it work. They have a very interesting living arrangement, with, which I think a lot of people, vanilla people, should listen to because I think they got a fucking right, if you ask me. <laughs> but wait till you hear about their living situation. They are married now, but he talks about all uh, the kinky things that they were into and how he put that really out there for her, stuff that he had never done with anybody else and how she was like fucking down with it. And why communication and how they communicate is so important because they're very successful in the lifestyle and they're very successful in their relationship. They have a great relationship together. And at the end, he does talk about their new chapter. Uh, Casey now has a website, CaseyDonatello.com, C-A-S-E-Y-D-O-N-A-T-E-L-L-O.com. And guess what? On that website, you will see her face now. She is no longer anonymous. On her website, you could see everything about her. Get in the know. And let me just tell you, <laughs> you want to go on that website because she is now, or they are now, filming gangbang bukkake scenarios at adult bookstores in maybe in your neighborhood. I don't know. She's advertising those. They did one recently. He talks all about it. It's hardcore. They did it for her birthday. They're filming it. She's eventually going to like put it all together. And it's going to be her first porn that she sends out. But she's still doing her OnlyFans. But that's what they're doing now. And it's super interesting. And he talks all about it. And the whole episode is great. Uh, you're going to learn a lot. Because like I said, he was a single guy. And then he fell in love. And he stayed true to who he was. And he met somebody like-minded. And they're a great couple. And to me, it's like a love story. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Jason. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Jason. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. So, Jason, I know a little bit about you. I know a lot about your girl. And my listeners know a lot about your girl. And other people's listeners know a lot about your girl because <laughs> your girl is the infamous Casey. Casey is fucking hardcore. She is like on an, one end of a spectrum. You know, not a lot of people live on the end where Casey does uh, because she has given me some of my favorite episodes. And uh, now I'm sure my listeners, like I said, know all about Casey because she's been on a couple times, but you're her partner. And I was like, you know, it sounds like you have a history before you met her. You were in the lifestyle. You met her in the lifestyle. I think you met her at a threesome, whatever. But I was like, you know, who is the guy that got Casey to settle down? I mean, you guys, it's not like you live a monogamous life. You're very open and you're in the lifestyle. I know some of your kinks and one of them is super interesting that we're going to have to discuss later, but I'm not going to talk about it now. <laughs> but you were always in the lifestyle before you met Casey. Am I correct with that? Yes. I got involved somewhere around 2013 and then we met in 
2019, but I wasn't really like, I'd say probably from 2017 to 2019, I was much more active in it. So two, two years plus, and then I met Casey. Casey, right. But how did it, like, what did you dip your toes in in 2013? Like what happened in 2013 that got you involved in it at all? So I, I was with an ex at the time mm-hmm. and we were into, we were introduced to the lifestyle and to make a long story, she just was not cut out for it. So we dabbled for like maybe a year or so. And then we stepped away. Our relationship wound up not working out for other reasons. And then in 2017, like the beginning of 2017, I ventured back in as a solo guy because the idea and the the interest never left my head. Uh And, you know, at at the time I had to step away because it was the right thing to do for the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but I, I wanted to be a part of this world. And so that's where... You know, 2017 came in. I I went back on the site we're on as a solo male, and I eventually, well, actually within the first month, which was pretty good, I had my first date with a super sweet couple uh, that gave me an opportunity, and we wound up having a great time. Actually, the first date we didn't do anything; we just met for a drink, and then they wanted to hang out again. And then slowly but surely, I would meet other couples and wives and. I had I had a really great time for that that couple of years. So and it, it's tough for a single guy if you are if you, you have to be smart. Like you don't bombard couples with messages, and you don't you know you have to try to stand out because you know uh, there's a lot of guys out there. They, they, as as a couple or a woman, they get their mailboxes are super full. So you have yeah. to try to stick out. So it, it worked out quite well for me, to be honest. Let's just talk a little bit about that first relationship. And because I think it's always interesting to hear. Listen, you're very successful right now with Casey in the lifestyle. You have a girl that's totally down with it. But you had an experience with a woman who wasn't. You know, what happened? And like, who brought it up to even get involved? Sure. So uh, I think I was at work one day. She went to a, one of the local uh, like porn shops. She was looking for a toy or something. Yeah. She came. When we got, when we saw each other that night, she said that a gentleman that worked there had told her about the lifestyle and they started talking. We didn't, I always knew it existed, right? I didn't know anything about it. So we, we talked about it. I was like, oh yeah, I'd be open to like sharing and things like that and swapping and stuff like that's pretty hot. And we went to a couple of like larger gatherings, like hotel takeovers, a couple of clubs. And the problem was that she would drink too much and when she we would have a little bit of fun and then something would happen and she would get jealous and it just every experience we had which maybe was probably less than 10 like different events we went to or parties or whatever it just didn't end well she would uh we got asked to leave a hotel oh gathering. my goodness she was that out of control <laughs> she got too drunk yeah, it, well, was alcohol. It, it had it wasn't even anything i did she thought uh, I mean, it's just bizarre because, like, someone that drinks too much, first of all, you shouldn't mix alcohol. If if you want to have a drink or two to loosen up because it is an interesting sort of lifestyle that, you know, you little got some nerves going on, but you shouldn't be drinking too much where you you get drunk. So she, like, thought I was talking to a girl, which I wasn't. I walked past her to go to the bathroom, and she thought, <laughs> oh I, she thought I said something or photo came over, slapped me clean across the face. Wow. And... And that stuff's not tolerated, and we were asked to leave, and I couldn't believe it. And that that was towards the end. That was probably when we decided this is not for us. 
And it's very, it's a small world because when I first met Casey, it turns out that the gentleman at, she was friends with the gentleman at the porn shop and she had asked, um, uh, we, we had, my ex and I had, had hung out with him a couple of times, but that didn't work. So she had asked, Casey had asked her group of friends because she was very involved as a single girl. And she started getting negative, oh, stay away from them or stay away from him. It turns out that they heard or saw or whatever, heard through the grapevine about the events that when, you know, we got asked to leave. Back in the day with your your ex. Other things and other, right, right. So it got around and she's like, she goes, I don't know. So she asked one or two of her closer friends, male friends, and she said, listen, was it? Jason, was it like, and they're like, no, it, it was her. Right. Because she wanted to hang out with me, but she kept getting people telling Same her, no, no, no. Shit about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just because it came back around. And, you know, when, when we met and we got to know each other, I explained everything. And she said, no, I, I, I asked. I put my feeders out and, and guys were, came clean and said, no, it's not him. He didn't do anything. So luckily they didn't, they weren't assholes and made up something because she might not be here today so yeah and listen Casey's the opposite of that girl what I love about Casey and what's cool about her is that she's doing it fucking sober I mean she never drinks or anything I mean everything she does she's doing because she wants to she's there because she enjoys it there's no sort of like drinking and being like you know there's none of that stuff that was going on with your first girl she's like the complete opposite but I think the story your first story is kind of of like saying you don't want to be going into this drinking right I mean that's the moral of that story well correct or drinking too much where you know you might have a little bit of a problem and well my expert you know she she struggled with some some substance issues and things like that so yeah obviously yeah she had leaned on like straight vodka as a crutch and it it just never ended well it just just even in our personal relationship, it just didn't end well. It was not not cool. So uh, you know, it, it it is much different with Casey because you're right. She she's fueled by water and and, and her, <laughs> desire. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like water and 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 cum. You know, that's right. all she needs. <laughs> yeah, so, I have an episode all about the fact that she loves fucking jizz. No, she's not going to be wondering if you were talking to girls. She's clear headed, and and that's like a there's a very big difference there and I think that that's really important to talk about it but I love that you went in solo and I think that's an interesting thing also to talk about because there's a lot of guys out there that maybe want to get into it or have tried and I do think it's harder as a solo guy a lot of times it's frowned upon they're not treated correctly they're not allowed to get in you know how did you navigate that like how did you know how to navigate that properly Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 
420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. That's that's excellent point you make. So outside of lifestyle, in my regular dating world, before I even got involved, I'm a nice guy. Like I, I might be kinky and all that stuff, but you know, I'm the guy that opened the doors for the dates and, you know, pulled out the chair and all this other stuff. So the, the particular site we're on utilizes this certification type system where you can uh, basically write something nice if you had a good encounter and things like that. And it's imperative I feel, and probably Casey, as a single guy to have some of these under your belt and not just like one line that says, oh, he was fun, would see him again. More like he was on time, he was courteous, he was this, you know, he performed well. So that first couple that I had met was super nice and they wrote a really nice certification for me. And that I started, then other people catches their eye like, oh shit, he actually met this attractive couple and this and that. And then it just you know, it kind of snowballs slowly, but you can't expect as a single male in the lifestyle to get hammered with messages. It's not going to happen. So I always start, I'm polite and respectful. I don't show, like, send cockpits and stuff like that. Actually, yeah. I put face, my face was out there because a lot of guys on there, they hide their face. Or they oh, wow. My face was out there, right? I was okay with it. And so polite and respectful. And then I, as Casey probably mentioned we have a playroom in our house and a hot tub. I had those, I had basically constructed the playroom before I met her. She, she obviously added her fine touches, but my, uh, on my profile and stuff, I advertise that I have this playroom in my house with all these different sex toys and, and furniture and I have a hot tub. And that actually helped me be successful because couples didn't have to worry about a hotel room or, or, and they, you know, they were like, oh, wow, we can go to this guy's house, get away from the kids or whatever. And, uh, well, we met, we would always meet out first. I always meet in public first. Mm -hmm. And uh, we came, you know, back to, and they just had a good time. And that was my, that's how I helped stand out. Like, I have a sex room in the house. Yeah, so that's like, great. Right. And that's probably, or actually that's how Casey, I found Casey too. So, I mean, I could probably talk to you for hours about this, but uh, Casey heard that I had a playroom <laughs> and, she, and from our mutual friend, and she was a girl that you had to go to her, and she agreed to come to me, which was super rare, and then, you know, the rest is pretty much history, but... Oh, yeah, um, we're going to get to Casey because there's a lot of yeah. stuff there. And I know she had like some sort of big thing that happened recently she emailed me about. So we're going to talk about that, right? Didn't she have some sort of come fast or something? I don't know. Yeah, we, we oh, yeah, we started uh, venturing out to adult theaters and, and just this whole new chapter we're, we're getting into because it seems that trying to meet guys like, you know, just one or two guys, it, it's very flaky. And and you don't want to be flaky. And I and to this day, and I explain this to Casey that we are nice to guys. There are a lot of couples and women that are very rude to men, and they they kind of they don't they're just they don't respect. They're not very welcoming of them. Mm -hmm. Like even though they're guys, they're, they're, they treat them kind of like I don't know cattle. You know what I'm saying? Just like 
So, but we are nice to them until they're a royal pain and they don't get it or she's not interested. But we're actually nice and we've gotten compliments of just a simple, we, we simply will reply, thank you for your interest, but, you know, we're politely passing. And it's like something magic happened. They're like, oh my God, thank you for actually responding. Because most of the time they won't even get a response from a couple. So I try and, you know, she laughs at me, but I, I'll go through messages and just do a polite no thank you or if she is interested, you know, we'll pursue it and see if it goes anywhere. But yeah, I, I'm a firm believer in that because I was, uh, because the couples that were nice to me. You remember you know, them. Yeah. I think that you're the perfect guy to be hitting up because listen, we always project our, what we feel onto other people. So you're, you know, you were that guy emailing the couple. So you want to treat him the way you want it to be treated, which is cool. Right. For the guys that are listening on your podcast, if you send them something, yes, they may not be interested, but don't, like, the next day send them again, the next day send another one, and, because it might be buried in, like, a hundred different messages, so give them time. That's the other thing I did is I would send a message. Yeah. If I did not hear back from that couple, I never bothered them again. Right. For the, yeah, no, I did not. You're actually. not a fucking never... stalker, because that's, like, a red right. flag. If I saw 18 emails from the same person, I mean, that's, like... There's a little bit of a boundary issue. And that's one person you don't want to be fucking naked with. I'm sorry. Heed those little warning signs. But with that, so when you though were like hooking up with couples and stuff, what were you doing? You were hooking up with the wife? Some of them were the husband loved to just watch her, you know, be a bad girl. Some were threesomes. And some were I just got to hang out with the wife without the husband because that was their, that was their dynamic, like solo dates and things like that. And, uh, I had two, I had two women that actually confessed feelings for me that were married. And I had to like, yep, dead, dead truth. They, I know one was having, actually they probably both were having rocky marriages, but I know one, they wound up getting divorced, but one still married, but I don't know what it was. They were lacking something, but I actually stepped up and I said, I'm not, doing this for that. I'm not trying to take anybody away from anybody. And I explained that those feelings are not mutual. Uh, I was very flattered. I was like, holy shit. But uh, <laughs> like, holy shit. But, you know, I explained and, you know, they understood. But and we continued to hang out for a while. But I didn't see that coming at all. I was just, you know, trying to give them things they enjoyed. And, and they give me things I enjoyed. And you know, we were having fun. So, so it was a blend of all that. So I would either see them solo, threesomes, watching. Right. And is it like a turn on for you to just like be fucking a guy's wife while he watches? I would assume so. Oh yeah. Yeah. The the whole, I got really into everything that was involved being a single male for couples and now being in the other, in the other seat, so to speak. I love, a variety of men fucking Casey, you know, whether I watch or join and it's, it's really cool to be in the other, the other side of things because, you know, when you, when you're solo with fun and you feel like you're helping these couples out and it's super hot at the time, but then they go home to each other or with each other or, or she goes back home to him and they like relive it or whatever. And then I would feel empty. I would honestly feel like, Oh man, that sucked. And, like, it was fun, but it's like, oh, shit, like, I'd like to meet somebody. So I was navigating the lifestyle and trying to date 
in the vanilla world at the same time, and that just didn't work. Because... <laughs> Tell me some, like, so what, would you be, out, like, were you the type of guy that you're dating in the vanilla world and you take a girl out and you tell her straight up, I mean, what you were into and they were, like, horrified? Uh, yeah, I would, <laughs> I had some profile. I had some profiles on, you know, your average, you know, your different vanilla dating sites or yeah. apps. Yeah. I, I would hint at what I was into and, you know, I mean, most of the time it didn't make it past like a first date. There were a couple of girls that hung around for like a month or two months, but you know, we just, it just didn't click or, or but what was your uh, rap? I mean, what would you say? Like, Hey, listen, I just want you to know that I'm in the lifestyle and I want an open relationship. What would you say that would just that I wasn't a believer in monogamy okay. and things like that. And yeah. you don't want to dump too much on them. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, why I'm asking like, like how hardcore you were about it. But I just think most women would run for the hills with a guy saying, I don't believe in monogamy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some, some were intrigued. And uh -huh. like I said, they were, intrigued, and they hung around for a little bit. Some of them were like, no fucking way. So, and that was fair. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'd rather not start to get to know somebody and like them and then say, here's what I'm into. And then they leave. So, and, not, and not only that, it's it's even better that you didn't do what half my callers did, which is uh, just date them, don't tell them what you're fucking doing, and just do that behind their back. You know what I mean? You really wanted to be yourself and meet somebody that was properly aligned, and you did. And I think that, that there's always something to say for that. I just think that there really is someone for everyone, and if you haven't found that right person you're looking you know, maybe you're not being completely honest, but I think that it's great that you were. Because, listen, you're fishing out of a much smaller pond if you are in the lifestyle and you want someone to be like that. But look, you and Casey found each other because you weren't open to meeting anyone but the right person. Do you know what I'm saying? I think I'm not saying it correctly, but you wanted to stay in the lifestyle because you knew that that's what you were interested in and you were willing to be honest about that and upfront and wait for the right girl and you couldn't have met a better fucking girl in the lifestyle because I don't think I think Casey is also unique and rare in that world and you're super lucky and she is as well because in for her as a woman being, you know, a woman that's having gangbangs every week and loves fucking eating every guy's cum and all the things that she's into. People have to listen to her episodes if you never listen to it. I mean, she's hardcore for her to find a guy that not only wants to fuck her, but wants to put a ring on it and and love her. I mean, that's amazing because she's yeah. also fishing out of a small pond because of all that bullshit Madonna horror complex that goes down with guys, especially older guys. And so I think she's very lucky to have found you as you were very lucky to have found her. Thank you. Yeah, no, I agree. She uh, she went through the same stuff, and you know, uh, with the girl that I had tried the the lifestyle with, you know, we stepped away. But in the back of my head, I go, I don't want to step away, but I had to focus on that. And I knew like this was not going to work eventually, just yeah, because. Yeah. And, but it was the right thing to do. And with Casey, she was with guys. She was with guys that she met. I'm sure she told you that she met in the lifestyle that tried to get her out of the lifestyle. She goes, what are you crazy? Like we met, we yeah. met at a, a gangbang and you don't want to share me outside of here. Yeah. What so, a bait and switch that is. That's bullshit. Yeah. So, so it was wild. So yes, us meeting somehow and meeting at the time that we did, we were both in our late thirties. Yeah. Uh, it just, that's what it took. And 
and she was a girl I never thought I would actually meet because I did see her on the the website we're on, and I was like, man, there's no fucking way I'll ever meet this girl because she was about an hour away, and you had to go to her and all that stuff. And what is the website that you were on? A, Can you tell talk about that? Like, what was the name, by the way? Oh, sure. And she was a super popular, so that was intimidating. So it's called Swing Lifestyle. Swing Lifestyle. Uh, Swing Lifestyle, SLS for short. Oh, a- SLS. Okay, I'm like, I never heard of that. I, but that, I didn't never realize that's what SLS means. <laughs> yep, SwingLifestyle.com. And then we're on FetLife too, but that's kind of like, it's cool and it's good for networking or yes. whatever, kind of like an adult Facebook. Yeah, that's um, what I've heard. That it's more for oh. like knowing about getting the ins to the parties and the shit that's going down in your area, but not necessarily to meet people. So wait, so on SLS, you were on there. You had realized you're in the lifestyle. You're hooking up. You're living out all your pervy fantasies, right? With couples and shit. But you were lonely. Like you really wanted a relationship too. But you, so you started to date in the lifestyle. I mean, because you were still dating the vanilla girls. Were you trying to also date within the lifestyle? I was trying, but any... And the single women are Rare. even less than couples. Yeah. I tried to call it just they didn't work or they were super flaky or, uh, you know, they, we would hang out and then it'd be like, they start drinking. I'm like, nope, don't want to deal with that again. So, you know, drink it too much or like, uh, no, I, I was trying to, I was living out all of my, like you said, pervy, kinky <laughs> desires yeah. with lifestyle dates. And having and having fun, and yeah. then wanting going. Okay, now I got to try to meet a girlfriend on these other sites or through another way. But it never. One day it clicked. I go, wait, this is not going to work. I have to meet somebody that's actively in the lifestyle. There was like a couple of the wives I got to like take out, like either to eat or into a park or something. But it wasn't like real, like relationship. You know, they always had to go home. They didn't sleep over things like that. So. I was missing that part. Like, like I, a companionship. I get, I, right. I get a side of Casey that nobody gets. Like, yeah. Like, they might get the crazy sex. They, they'll get to do anything they want. Kiss her, like, whatever. They don't get this cute, adorable side that, that nobody gets to see. Right. So... So, so let's that, talk about how you did meet her. So, you, so before, though, you met in that threesome... You she you knew of her on SLS because she was popular. Like, how do you know someone's popular on SLL SLS? Like, how does that work out? Because you know that certification system I mentioned. She yeah. had a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. All right, so she had a ton of like certificate certificates of like A plus yeah, plus. <laughs> yeah, she had a lot of them, and uh, and I heard like word of mouth about her i just knew i just never met her like because she had a name on there and she was just well known because she would run uh she would host her own gangbangs once a week yeah uh, organize them she did all this crazy stuff and the like i said the amount of uh single females let alone very attractive single females right are few and far between on there and or sane and yeah female. so people knew her and like they just i would hang out with a couple oh yeah i've seen her name on there or i've seen this but she advertised for a gangbang and it's just like it was wild but i would look at her photos and she just came across as intimidating and i never i never we never exchanged 
uh, correspondence on that site until like we never talked until the night we met. So it was very, it was very weird. Just the guy that I happened to know knew her and he arranged it. I never reached out to her because I, I, I was nervous. It was insane. I would look at her profile and be like, nope, never hear back from her. Meanwhile, she told me that she used to see me on there mm-hmm. and wonder why I never reached out. Wow. Don't you love those stories? And you know what a friend told me once and you just made it. And I've heard it a million times that I know that it's true. He said, you know, Kathy, I'll just tell you the girl that guys marry. It's when they meet the girl that they think is like the hottest girl they're ever going to get. That's the girl they marry. And obviously, Casey was like the hottest girl. too. You were like, she was so hot. You didn't think you could get her. So once she's there, you're like, I'm going to fucking put a ring on it because this is the hottest bitch I'm ever going to (laughs) get. She is very attractive, yes. yes. And, and, uh, which was, she didn't. She doesn't wear or need makeup, which yeah. is ultra appealing to me, and that's super rare. Mm-hmm. And she, she's kind of like a, I don't want to say like Clark Kent Superman, but like she will go out and she'll be very, like she'll dress, she'll look sexy to me, but she'll be comfortable with me, like jeans and like a sweatshirt or jeans and a, whatever. Yeah. And I know what's under those clothes. And when you get her in lingerie, it's like, who the, like, where did you come from? Like, holy shit. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's go like, to com. I'll give all the links to all her stuff for sure for people yeah. to check her out because you're right. She's hot as shit. And, you, and the stuff that she's open to and she's down to and all the fantasies that you guys live out together. How did you get her back to your, you have a threesome with her, okay? Your friend involves you. Now, you knew going in that it's key, it's her from SLS, right? You must have been f- fucking nervous that first time, were you? Correct, yeah. No, I, I knew it was going to be her. He he. We were talking one day and he's like, because I said, Oh, do you know so and so on the site? This name, and she's. He goes, that's ah, a friend of mine. I told him he was full of shit. I go, no, no, she's not a friend of yours, right? And he goes, no, I'm not kidding. Like I know her, and he was, he was serious, and uh, he arranged it. He actually got her to come down here uh, for this, for this threesome. And on the night of, so this guy, he's interesting because he has kids. He had a girlfriend, an ex-wife. He he's doing all types of stuff, and. He was late to the threesome, to the date, because he had to do some with his kids. So here's Casey shows up, never met her before. She shows up to a guy's house she's never met before, and we're sitting <laughs> on the couch for like 20 minutes looking at each other going, hmm, okay, when's he getting here, right? So like she was like, this is awkward. And I'm I'm asking her questions like, so, like, you know, like, just stuff that she wants nothing to do with. Like, oh, so how are you? Or so, like, you know, how long you been doing this? And blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, my God. But it wound up, the threesome was, I'm not just saying this, it was super hot. And I'm like, wow, that was fucking awesome. And then I, was, I figured I'd never see her again. There aren't many decisions bigger than having a kid. But for many women, their fertility is the big question mark. I know it was for me. It wound up taking me years, okay, many years to have a baby. And that's because I was totally clueless about my fertility status. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. It is an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. 
All you do is mail it in and you get your personal results within six business days. You'll get insights into your hormone levels like your ovarian reserves and all the other important factors that impact your fertility. And you could download the results to review with your doctor. Traditional hormone testing costs a lot, like over $600, okay, if you went to a fertility clinic. But modern fertility tests are only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash strictanon, you're going to get $20 off your test. That's right. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering my listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com dot com slash strict anon. That means your test will cost one fifty nine, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get twenty dollars off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash strict anon. Modernfertility.com slash strict anon or just go to the description and click on the link. And I was like, I got to meet her. That's fucking awesome. Great. And then I'm um, you know for your listeners that are listening to this they probably heard her side of it, which is the same thing. She, uh, like a week later, messages our 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 buddy and says, because uh, she was seeing somebody uh, that she met in a lifestyle that was trying to get her out of the lifestyle. But yeah, I remember thought, that, yeah. Yeah, she thought that, okay, I'm a pro, I'm getting close to 40, <sighs> maybe I'll make this work sort of thing, like, you know, whatever, you know, he, he could take care of her, treat her well. Right, she was about but to settle up. because she's like, maybe I'll never meet you. Right. <laughs> yeah, this guy like right. that. Right. Yeah. So uh, she messages our buddy and goes, oh, you know, because that relationship wound up, she chose to come to this threesome knowing that that relationship where she was living was probably going to burn out, and it did. So she needed, like, some distraction. So she messages him and goes, can you hang out? And he's like, uh, I have my kids, my family. Like, I and he was a, a cheater, so he's like, I can't get out, right? I can't, I can't do anything right now. Call Jason. She's like, I don't even know, I don't even fucking know him. We had sex once, yeah. so <laughs> he's like, just, just call him. He'll It'll take be care fine. of you. Yeah, It'll be fine. And we, she came down again the following weekend. It's because. It's what we're used to. We had sex first, and then we hung out for a little bit and talked, and then a week went by. We texted a little bit. A week went by. We hung out again, and then probably around, because we met in April of 2019, right around Memorial Day of 2019, she, like, we she kind of spazzed out because, like, I just, one day I was just telling her how amazing she is, and, and like, we're going to... I know we're going to, like, I can feel we're going to be together. And she got, like, a little, I don't know, is it claustrophobic? Or, like, and she, <laughs> oh, yeah, she, like, I get it. Out. She spazzed out. Claustrophobic would be the right word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wasn't, like, creepy about it. I was no, just, like, but a girl that maybe is afraid of commitment or leery about it, that could freak someone out. I totally understand. It does, You don't have to be creepy. You just have to be available. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and the, uh, <laughs> It was funny because we were supposed to meet my brother and his wife the next day. Yeah. And she wound up not staying over. She <laughs> asked out. She goes, I'm going home. I go, what? <laughs> and she went home. Yeah. And then I didn't, I thought that was it. She yeah. basically said, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And within 
as Memorial Day, within two weeks, she came back. Right. And I gave her space, and, you know, I mean, I was actually reaching out to our mutual friend that introduced us, driving him crazy, because I was like, I don't know what to do, like, because I don't want to bother her. And he was just, he was like, he was like, relax, like, just relax, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so she reached out to me, and I was like, holy shit. And we wound up getting together, and from that day on, we've been together. And to make her feel more comfortable here, because I know she's used to being, when you're used to being this, and she's still empowered and all this good stuff, when, when you're used to being on your own, running your own show, not anybody, she she came here, and then there was no comfortable space for her here that she felt, right? It was still, there was still, like, decor from my ex, because I didn't give a shit, I just, like, whatever, you know, I'm not, I'm not that good with that stuff. And she's like, oh, this is, this is not, this is not comfortable. I gave her her own room in the house. So I said, we're going to make this your room because you have your room at home and you're, you feel safe there. I said, I want you to feel safe and comfortable here. I want you to have space to go to that your space, that if you need to be on your own, you go there. And we created her own room, which she still sleeps into this day because we have different schedules and it works amazingly. Oh, and I love that. I didn't know that that's how it's set up. That's great. Yeah. So she has her own bedroom decorated in her favorite color out the ass. Like, <laughs> I, I did everything I could in that room to make her comfortable. Yeah. And then I have my own room and then upstairs we have a playroom and then we have a guest room that we, you might laugh, your viewers might laugh, I don't care, that we use the guest room for sleepovers. So on the weekend, we'll both go up there and sleep together. Like, and oh. it feels like, yeah, yeah, it feels like you're someplace new or it's it's different. I like yeah. that. I think that I could. I think that that I I could understand in a weird way how that would keep things hot and interesting. Yeah, it's it's actually amazing. People look at us like we're crazy. No, like, I oh. I totally get it. Like, oh, what do you mean you have different rooms? I go, no, you don't understand. We have like. She, I don't tell her anything to do in her room. Yeah. And she can't, like, harp on me if I have some clothes on the floor or in whatever in my room. Yeah. Like, the rest of the house we keep nice and whatever. And and then you have your room where you fuck. And then you also then have, have a sex room. You have a sex room where you're just all your kinky things. And then when you want to just have sex, you have another room for that. Right. And, like, Sleepovers. we have sex all throughout the house. We have sex all throughout the house. And right, right. Sometimes and whatever in the hot tub but when you go into that playroom yeah you saw and you close the door you forget your home and it feels like you're in your own little club yeah and you have to send me a pic of your playroom for my patreon i think i've seen one it's like purple right why do i think it's purple she she added a, a lot of purple yeah it's yeah. like her her room is everything's fucking purple but uh, <laughs> purple makes this Purple makes this girl so happy. It's crazy. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so yeah, but you, I'll send, send me a pic of the sex room. So you have the sex room. 
that uh, she added her things to explain what goes down in there. Let's get to some stories because I know that we end with something recently that she did that's really hardcore. Did you start going to her gangbangs? Like, or did you, you know, because now you're dating her, right? And she's this girl that was always setting up her gangbangs and she loves gangbangs. How did you become involved like as her guy now? Like what, what does her guy do at the gangbang? Are you always involved? You know, how does it work out? So that happened later on. So when we met, she's like, this is my show. This is, you know, this is what I do, blah, 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 blah. And she had her like, she had her small group of like close guy friends that she, she had a very awesome system. And I think it's in her second book that she explains her system. She had to keep everything in her mind organized and safe and this and that and the other thing for her gangbang party. So she would have one close friend at the, uh, at the gangbang that didn't participate until afterwards. So he would make sure the guys were using condoms and, and just keep an eye on things for her safety. And then after the guys left, they would get their time with her. And I came in thinking, Oh, I could do that. And (laughs) she, she's like, no, (laughs) we just met. So she invite. I was like, "Oh, can I please come to one of your gangbangs?" Blah blah blah. She invited me to one. It didn't go so hot because I show up. Yeah. And not not to be her like what do you call security guard. (laughs) But right, I showed up, and in my head, I pictured like five or six of these like muscular studs and all this stuff, and like they weren't gross, but they weren't what I I picture they were just regular guys that she was that she was friends with and like they had nice cocks and all this stuff and i said something that like upset her and i was just like like she pulled me into the bathroom and i'm like oh that's not what i envisioned she goes what the fuck are you talking about like i watched so much porn in my life that i envisioned something else and i'm not these guys were great she had a fucking blast like but i just picture something else in my head and i kind of was just standing there and I, I, I felt awkward, and she said I killed the vibe of the party that night. It was this whole <laughs> fucking mess. And uh, and this was this happened before uh, that little like two week stint where she didn't talk to me. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm not ready for this, right? And uh, and uh, let, let me let me go back. I didn't mean to say that. Th- some of them were very fit, and they, but it just, in my Don't head, I Don't worry about pictured, it. Yeah, no, we totally, everyone knows what you meant. You just meant, like, you, but I think a lot of people would think that. You know, they think right. it's like Right, I porn. just pictured, yeah. I pictured, like, something else. And I was like, oh, this is what a regular, like, this is what real life gangbang. I'm like, okay. And it took me a little while to click, and I, I, she wasn't too happy that night. And so I didn't, like, we stepped away from, as we got to know each other more, like she on her own, she stopped doing gangbangs for a little bit, and especially especially when the, the the world shut down in 2020, she we didn't do anything, and now, uh, within like the past year and a half, she has given me it went from like no fucking way to I have I can pick whoever I want to have sex with her, and she has given me total. Like the okay, I know what she likes. You know, I know that uh, that you know she's strictly into like circumcised men. She doesn't like a lot of hair. 
definitely the bigger the better. She is a bit of a size queen. And I could, I have the freedom to organize whatever I want, and she will put on the most spectacular show for me. And so we've come a really long way with that. Like our trust has built uh, exponentially, and our love is just amazing that she gave me that, like, all on her own, which is, which is incredible. You mean so, gave you that control and le- allowed you to that, get in that close and that freedom? Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you know she fully trusts you. I mean, that's a long way from the girl that was like, "You ruined my fucking vibe at the gangbang." <laughs> yeah, and and oh yeah, and I felt so fucking shitty for that. <laughs> yeah, I felt so nice shitty for that. Yeah, and uh, I was like, "Wow, maybe I'm not ready for this." I thought <laughs> I was ready. And yeah, but I admit like, it. I go, "I'm so sorry." Like you, this is your thing. You've been doing this for a long time. And I come in like, uh, like, did you have though, let me ask you this because you know, this is the first girl that it worked out with you. You, you fell in love with her. Was there any time that there was any kind of conflict within you about seeing her with another guy or any kind of jealousy or have you guys never experienced that from the get go? So the one, the, the going back a little bit in the conversation, the guy that worked at the adult shop yeah. was very that was very good friends with Casey. I wasn't a huge fan of his and she came in you know, she met me, she came in like guns blaring, like, This is me, uh this guy is this guy this guy's a package deal and I'm like, What? I go what? And they weren't like dating. This guy was married and in a lifestyle and all that. And I, in, you know, one form or another, I said, no, that's not what I want. And so we had to work through that, that, you know, you have this history with this guy, which I understand, but coming in to try to get to know me, it it just like, we tried having a threesome with him and it was horrible because it, it was horrible because of the the vibe because i i the, the balance was way off because they were very connected yeah and i felt it was at the time she was my girlfriend i felt like i was the third wheel and i was like this is this is bizarre like and and shortly after that you know we would talk like we uh, you know it took a few months after that that threesome and i said you know i never tell her what to do she on her own decided that anybody that she knew before us meeting and anybody i knew before us meeting that they're in the past and it helped us to grow like exponentially and she chose like she just decided listen you know it's let's move forward let's start our own light chapter together and that's what helped her write her third book, which was all about us and our life. And so I, at the time, was like, oh, yeah, you're friends with him. Like, I'll give the threesome a chance, even though in the back of my head, I didn't want to do it. But I thought that was what I needed to do to, you know, for her to get closer to her. And it just, it, it was like we came and everything, but it was atrocious. It just, the balance was off, like I said, the vibe was off. They had a connection where they were like, you know, they're looking at each other, thinking, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I feel like I was the invited one. So it was, and, cool. and that's why communication is 
so vastly important in this lifestyle for people that are in it now or looking to get into it. If you don't communicate, because like I said, I said, oh, yeah, it's fine. But I didn't tell her all my reservations about it because I was afraid of, of losing her or upsetting her. But you cannot do that. You cannot, if, you know, if there's a couple listening or whatever that's like the, the husband wants to do something or the wife wants to do something, don't just say okay. If you have reservations like, about it, speak up about it, right? Honest, be honest with each other because not everything is, is, you know, peaches and cream or whatever or, you know, sunshine and, and, and rainbows because without that communication and the honesty, it could go, it could go horrible. You know, and, it's not... and communication and honesty also makes it go amazing because I know that uh, Casey said that there was a time where you guys really decided to put all of your fucking dirty kinks on the table, you know, and really cop to all the things that you were really into and be really right. open with each other. And that really changed the game for you guys as well. Correct? Yes. So absolutely correct. So. I I would hang out with these women that very much lean submissive or wives that were sent out by their husbands or all this like very submissive and you know over time I would see them more than once and we built a uh, trust and all that and we would do some some you know as you build trust you do harder things rougher things things like that so when I met Casey and I'm massively into blowjobs everything related to them. I don't know. It stems back to when I was a teenager. I mean, face fucking, sloppy, like saliva strings, like crazy, <laughs> just, right? It, it, it's just, it's one of my things. Like, yeah. I fucking love it. And, you know, so when I met Casey, she was into oral sex, but her focus was getting that, you know, double vaginal, like, fuck me do this blah 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 so i always felt like oh man she's not gonna she's not into the level of oral play that i'm into right and and so we would have these conversations with like oh i want i would love to go you know do this with someone i used to hang out with and blah 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 and she's like why and i'm like well this is you know i, I explained it i was eventually honest and said well i don't feel that you might not be into this and, you know, and she, she she goes, how about we write down the things? Because she was having trouble understanding me. And, and let's let's just put it out there. I have the freedom to do whatever I want. I choose on my own to not play with any other women. Right. Uh, there right. is uh, – it does, it, it does not work for our dynamic. Casey never said, no, you can't do that. She don't give a shit. We could be out, and I could be like, wow, look at that girl. Look at look at the body on that girl. She don't give a shit, right? She doesn't get jealous. She 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 knows I'm human. I'm a guy. Like whatever. She it just doesn't work with our dynamic. She's straight, which a lot of people don't can't comprehend. She's a straight girl, and she uh, she's a straight girl, and her thing is exhibitionism and not really voyeurism. So watching me with somebody with another woman does not do it for her. Uh, contrarily, if that's a word, I, and, and I don't mind saying it, I am a little bi-flexible. And if she watches a guy go down on me or some sort of male-to-male interaction, she fucking goes crazy. Oh, she it's likes that. Thing, it's the only thing she likes to watch. Uh -huh. And I respect that. She goes, I just don't get anything 
out of you with another girl. She said, she never said you can't go out and do whatever you want, but I have no desire to because A, I need to save all my energy for this girl because she, she requires so much sexual energy. And then what's the point if I go out on a date and then come back and she doesn't really want to talk about it because it doesn't turn her on. It, it just feels like it just, it's not worth it. Right. So part of the attraction would be that she would be turned on by it. Right. So I know I went off on a tangent. No, it's okay. You're talking about putting, writing down on your list, all the things, all the dirty things that you were into. And she said, put it down on paper. Right. So thank you. So she goes, why don't you, we write down all this stuff that you were trying to tell me that you're into, right? I want to know what this kinky stuff is that you want. I'm like, okay. So we wrote like an email to each other, right? And she thought I was going to have this massive list, but I had a list of maybe like half a dozen things that I thought were really like nasty. Like I like uh, face fuck, face fucking to the point that they vomit on my cock. Right. Like I, I haven't done it a ton, but if there's something super, I don't know, super arousing about it, it's just some, something uh, got people that are listening that are into it. Understand. It's just, it's like a level of degradation and consensual degradation that, just amazing. I like uh, giving golden showers, uh, excessive like breast play, like feeding, like 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 uh, yeah, like that's actually a gentle thing. I like feeding and like having my head caressed, and it's just like fuck it, it 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 makes me so hard. It's crazy. So like I wrote these few things down that I I would do. Actually, she's the only one that has vomited on my cock. Nobody else that I ever met would go that far. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, like, in my head, I wanted to do it. I'm like, oh, my God, I've watched porn. I was like, that is so fucking hot, right? And she is, Casey, is a highly competitive girl. So she's like, I I give her my list, and she kind of laughs. She goes, that's it? (laughs) She goes, she goes, goes, we can do that. You yeah. make that happen for you. I'm yeah. like, what? And so we kind of came to this very awesome agreement. She goes, listen, because I love sharing her. It it never gets fucking old. It's like live porn all the time, right? And in return, I get anything I want from her. I can do anything that comes to my mind if I'm like, no matter what. I, unless she truly like is sick and doesn't feel well, I can do anything I want anytime. And she gets like, she gets the world. She can fuck as many guys as she wants in her life. Right. And it's funny because we'll go to like, we've gone to comedy shows or we hear guys that we meet in general and the comedians or the guys, they'll talk about, and we don't know if the comedians are just joking for their skit. They'll be like, oh, like they complain about getting no blow jobs in their marriage and how this stopped and this stuff. We don't know, like, we look at each other, we're like, that's not really funny because I get them anytime I want. And I'm not bragging, but I literally get whenever I want. And and outside of sex, she takes care of me phenomenally. She She's a fantastic cook. Uh, you know, she's a, a baker, she's a cook, she's, she's just so organized and we, we balance each other out and everything works so well. But so back to the, the list and she made everything on the list come true. And 
I'm just like, this is fantastic. Like, she wears any lingerie I want to see her in. Like, just anything. And I, I don't want to sound you did say bragging, about, but yeah. from amazing. What was what, that? Wait, you did say, I want to get, because we're going to wrap it up, but I want to get to the point where you're at right now. Because you did say you started a whole new chapter uh, that maybe I haven't even talked to Casey about yet. And oh, that is yes. adult video stores, adult store, adult video stores. What were you saying? It's going down yes, now? I, Let's end with we, this. I, I rambled a lot in this conversation no 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 um, you're supposed to ramble a lot i need an hour show so don't please don't i mean it was perfect don't worry about rambling i you know yeah, excellent yeah so being that for some reason we don't know if it's directly related but ever since like the the you know the world opened back up again it just seems that it's been harder to get like some real quality guys like we've had a lot of fun but there's something seems off so we we said hey well, let's try because she loves anonymous sex. So let's look into these adult theaters, the bookstores, stuff like that. And we did recently go for to celebrate her 41st birthday. We went to one up in Connecticut. And uh, we had the full support of the owner and, uh, and, uh, and the, what do you call it, security staff. And we set up where she had uh, model release waivers because she, she's working on her first... Uh, amateur porn DVD she wants to put out like she wants to just put out a collaboration of things that's not that are not available online or on her OnlyFans so we filmed you know she was looking for much more than we got but we got a good number of guys that signed the waivers their face was not shown and it was a combination of like uh, gangbang and bukkake so they they would come on her and, and you know all this fun stuff and uh, we were the only one allowed to film and and it attracted a lot of people to watch, which was cool because we advertised on FetLife and, and SOS. Yeah, I was going to ask. Okay, so you did advertise. This was a setup thing you knew in advance. And what did you put out there? Like, Casey's going to be at this place and we're looking for Bukaki gangbang guys to yeah, show up much. and be filmed. Pretty much. We we uh, made the tagline of, uh, to, you know, to because it, it was truthful tagline, but it made her sound like, a little more, whatever I said, the uh, published author and amateur, you know, adult entertainer, Casey Donatello's 41st birthday. Uh, uh -huh. So uh, it attracted a bunch of people. A lot of couples came to watch and uh, it, it worked out pretty good. There were some people that wanted to buy her book and they asked for her autograph, which was a little bizarre because I don't look at her as, even <laughs> she doesn't look at herself as somebody like that, but they wanted her to sign the book. And yeah. Photo oh, yeah. And so now we're looking into uh, a second. And there's a couple other places around us uh, within like an hour and a half or so that we like to uh, to go like do like another one and another one and then have everything edited very well to put on this DVD. And we're trying to get her really covered in cum. So like uh, the waivers, the waivers like shied away some guys and we understand that. But she doesn't she doesn't fuck with uh legality things and she wants to make sure everybody is uh is of age and and keep records and things so she doesn't really give a shit if they don't want to do it this is what she wants to do and uh so we after doing all the filming for after we get done and with that we'll probably go back to some of these places without waivers without a camera and really see what you know because she could have probably had 80 guys come on her 
for her birthday, but it was less than that because they didn't want to get involved with the waivers, which we understand. Yeah, how, so, wait, tell me how many. So tell me that how that went down. I know that you filmed it and you got the waivers and everything, but like, how hot was it and how many guys did she do and what happened? It was very hot. As, as funny as it sounds, like I had the camera the whole time and I was focused that I never even got hard because I was working, but we got, she was aiming for 41 for her birthday, but we got around 30 and it was a comp. It was a combination of, so what she did, it was a combination of fucking and bukkake. So she came up with the, I think it was a pretty good system. She had two different color wristbands, like you would get at an amusement park. And anybody that signed the waiver could participate in the bukkake. Just come on her and go. Uh, in person, she picked the guys that she would let fuck her, which which kept her in control, which was which was, was great because she didn't want just, all these people surrounding her that she didn't necessarily want to have sex with. So she gave a gold, a red band to anybody that signed the waiver. And then she said, listen, uh, look, circumcised on the bigger side and, you know, clean, you know, clean shaven or whatever. And they would just take their cock out right there. And she'd be like, okay. Or she would say, no, thank you. Or, okay. Yeah. And she would give them a gold band. And then once we did that, security was great. They helped us. They they just they had stanchions set up to keep people away from the first row of the theater and the guys that had the gold band got to do whatever they wanted. Well, no anal. Otherwise, you could do whatever you want with her. And then as the guys were that were watching with the red bands were uh, masturbating when they were ready to come, they were allowed to come in one at a time and just and just dump a load on her and, and leave. And it was fucking awesome. But uh, she just wants to go bigger and more and more and more and kind of make this DVD a collaboration of, of theater adventures. Right, so and then sell the shit out of that. We're working on that, yeah. And she uh, has gotten into, on her site, people that go to her site, She's she's been consulting, too, and, like, doing uh, uh, lifestyle advice, because she has almost two decades in, and she keeps getting all these questions, and she's like, I could probably make a business out of this. She actually offers consulting. It's very affordable, and she'll do Skype video with you and um, answer any questions you have. Like people are interested in, like, oh, how can we navigate the lifestyle? We've never done this before. Uh, we've only been we've been married for twenty years. We never had sex with anybody else. And she just like gives them all this amazing advice. And now I know we're on the strictly anonymous podcast, but she has gone public. Her face is out there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's a new she thing. Is, her face is on Instagram, her face is on FetLife, her face is it's on her website, and I, she had my full support for that because I said, listen, I said, you're doing amazing. I never want to push you to do anything, but but this is where the direction you want to go in, and if you're okay with it, I'm okay with it. And I had her own pace. She put her face up, and it's been well-received, and she's hoping to uh, just keep growing her brand and her business and uh, just keep having a lot of sex. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Give her out. Give the shout out again for all of her stuff because if you haven't, if you don't know Casey, you want to know her, and you could go listen to her on my show. You could go to her website. It's Casey. I'll give the shout out because I know it's in on Instagram. She's in bed with strangers at in bed with strangers. But if you go to her website, CaseyDonatello.com, you could have links to everything because she also has three books all about her. 
right? Three different books that she writes. She's a, she writes for me too. She's a great writer, but she, you know, I, I got her on my show and then I'm like, oh, can you fucking write? Cause she wrote those great books. So her, it's Casey Donatello, D-O, did I spell it yet? C-A-C-A-S-E-Y-D-O-N-O-T-E-L-L-O.com. She's got a, uh, OnlyFans. She does uh, consulting now for people in the lifestyle and she's doing the porn DVD. I think that that's like fucking awesome. I don't want to need to correct you, but Donatello is a D-O-N-A-T-E-L-L-O. Didn't it's I say just, that? You said D-O-N-O. Oh, let me say that over. Sorry. It's K. It's let's, <laughs> um, no, I'll edit that out. Uh, but and so go to her website, KC. So you have to go to get everything. Go on her website. C-A-S-E-Y-D-O-N-A-T-E-L-L-O dot com. But the links will all be in the description so they could just click on it I do have to say I didn't realize this but she told me recently like I mean because I was like how do you know she started going on all these podcasts after mine and I'm like oh you know I'm like what are you doing and then she started to do all these other things and I was just like you know did you ever do anyone else's podcast before mine she's like no I never did anything like she just made a comment on my one of my posts one day about a gangbang and I said why don't you come on my show and then she came on my show and then this whole world opened up for her so I feel slightly responsible <laughs> for her path and I love that you know what I mean like yeah you uh you, you did have a, a big help in that. She did not ever expect to be. No, she didn't. She, yeah. But isn't and it she, so perfect? Yeah. And she is very appreciative that you've uh, uh, employed her to do some writing for you and have her on again. I think she's looking forward to hopefully being on again. Of course. She's one of my and, favorites. Uh, it did. It did open up a lot of a lot of. Uh, doors as far as podcasts some some reach out to her some she reaches out to but yeah she made a gangbang comment she told me she goes oh, this woman wants me on her on her podcast i'm like what uh, meaning you yeah what are you talking she goes look at this and then it just kept going from there so but you know what and- i believe with stuff like that and i you know i just think that this is the way life goes like somehow it was like what she was meant to do and just like all the like that just all happened for a reason like I was just the person doing for her what she needed to be done you know because it is like kind of crazy if you think about it right like how and and she just like ran with it and it sort of just like happened and it turned into her whole thing and changed her whole life but like that is obviously what she was ready for that's what I believe you know what I mean it's not because of me it's because of her and on some level this was like what she was meant to do I believe because I really think and I said this to her uh, before like I think in life and sometimes it takes people longer to figure this out but you know you have to figure out what it is that you love to do on your own spare time when not getting paid for and do that for a living and then you'll fucking make a lot of money like that's what life's about like and that's what I do on my show that's the life I live now and it took me a really long time to figure that out but I like just talk and get paid for it you know and I couldn't be happier my it doesn't feel like I have a job and I'm sure Casey now feels the same way because she's doing what she loves to do which is have fucking sex and you know do all those stuff and she can now turn that into a business and I think that that's amazing right and she does everything herself yeah I mean she does it's not like she clocks in and out like she lives this all day yeah and- but that's how but that's what it should be that's what it takes to have a successful business but the great thing and that's why you need to do that's why it has to be something you love you know what i mean like i never i get excited like to for the morning to come for me to get on my computer and start working on my shit because i love it you know what i mean because it's what i love and you do it 24 7 and you're fully in because you love it and that's what it takes and so i think it's great like i said i think it was 
meant to be for her and it was what what she was ready for and everything and I love that my show was like the catalyst into uh her next phase and I love your guys story I love uh that you know I could have a guy like you on who loves to face fuck girls and make them throw up and you're a good guy you know like I I think sometimes people (laughs) don't believe you know they just think they uh, you know they they just think that people are like one way and they don't believe that you know those things could exist in the same person but I think the opposite I think the more real you are the more likely things will not make sense you know you like to face fuck a girl and degrade her and all that kind of shit but you're like a nice guy and that's that's just who you are she wouldn't with me if i wasn't she exactly (laughs) and you guys are she's having gangbangs and she's doing it and you guys are completely in love and really have a great relationship and i love your whole story i think it's really interesting because it is unique and it does make people who want to stereotype situations and people and put them in a box and think of it somewhere it makes people think maybe they're not right to think that way because this is this is something different than what you would think so you know thank you for sharing your side of the story I was very at first Casey didn't it's like oh he's not gonna come on by himself I'm like I let him fucking come on I think it's really interesting to get your side of things and of course I'll have Casey on again she's like one of my favorite guests like I said but I love that you came on and gave your side of things I thought it was super interesting so thanks so much for calling in Jason thank you yeah I was a little a little nervous at first I'm like no I won't do it without you there yeah and then so she and then she came back to me a while she goes Kathy called me and explained like explained better I'm like Oh, okay, I'll do it for you then. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was easy, right? Were you fine? You were fine, right? It turned out to be yeah, easy. Yeah, it was good. I, right. I, I know I, I don't know how it came out on your end, but I tried. It's No, it's awesome. And wait until I hope you listen to it because when you hear it back, I think it's always super interesting to hear your story as a third person. And I think you'll enjoy it. It's a great episode and it'll probably be on next week. Oh, that's awesome. All right, awesome. Thank you, Jason. Thanks so much for calling in. And tell Casey, thanks for talking you into calling in. (laughs) I will. Thank you so much, Kathy. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. 
send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.